I'm Jorge Salazar, reporting from the Texas Advanced Computing Center. This podcast brought to you by the Friends of TAC. An international science team reported a discovery of gigantic rock structures hidden deep under East Asia, centered on the Tibetan Plateau. Scientists use supercomputers to process earthquake data and make images in 3D down to depths of about 900 kilometers or about 560 miles below ground. Scientists from China, Canada, and the U.S. worked together to publish their results March of 2015 in the American Geophysical Union Journal of Geophysical Research, Solid Earth. The study area is a hotspot for earthquakes, and it's surrounded by networks of seismographic stations, 1,869 stations in all. That's where scientists got their data to take CAT scans of the Earth using the supercomputer model they developed. The science team says their research could potentially help discover hidden pockets of hydrocarbon resources like oil and gas. More broadly, they say their work will help explore the Earth hidden miles under East Asia and elsewhere. Here to talk more about the research is principal investigator and lead author Min Chen. Dr. Chen is a postdoctoral research associate in the Department of Earth Sciences at Rice University in Houston, Texas. There are quite a few main findings, but here are two highlights. We found that beneath the Tibetan Plateau, the world's largest and highest plateau, a continuous subvertical high-velocity structure extends down to the bottom of the transition zone at the depth of 660 kilometers. Three-dimensional geometry of the image, the high-velocity structure, uh, depict the lithosphere beneath the plateau which gives clues of the fate of the subducted oceanic and the continental parts of the Indian plate under the Eurasian plate. On the other hand, we also found beneath the Hangai Dome an enigmatic intercontinental low-relief, high-elevation doming surface in central Mongolia, a lower mantle upwelling that holds the key to its surface topography. Study co-author Euro and Trump also spoke with me by phone about the findings. Dr. Tromp is a professor of geosciences and applied and computational mathematics and the Blair Professor of Geology at Princeton University in New Jersey. So what we did here was we took a data set of about uh, 220 or so earthquakes that occurred in Southeast Asia over the last 10 or 15 years, recorded by uh, a fabulous new seismographic array that covers large portions of China called China Array, in addition to anything else that we could get our hands on, including data from Japan and and elsewhere. And so we use that data to try and image the Earth's interior. And in this case, that means the crust and the upper mantle below Southeast Asia. So that extends to a depth of about 700 kilometers or so. So what seismologists mean by imaging is they use the arrival times of seismic waves to try and make pictures of the Earth's interior very much like a medical doctor would use a a CAT scan to try and make a picture of the inside of your, say, your brain or your head, or an ultrasound uh, to make an image of soft tissue in the human body. So we, we use very similar techniques to try and probe and map, if you will, the Earth's interior. The three-dimensional maps they developed show things that no one has seen before, colorful and detailed renderings of large-scale geological features hundreds of miles below ground. Yeah, what they mainly show are the variations in seismographic wave speed. So the waves travel through the Earth's interior with a certain speed, and as the properties of the material change, either because the rocks are hotter or colder, 
or because they have a different composition, waves travel with different speeds. And these very subtle percent level variations in wave speed can be mapped by looking at how long it takes a wave to travel from a particular earthquake to a particular seismographic station. So by doing this for many, many earthquakes and many, many stations, you can begin to map out where the Earth on average is a little bit faster or a little bit slower. And what we then show in these images are very colorful maps that show in red where the waves are a little bit slower than average and in blue colors where the waves are a little bit faster than average. And then, especially at shallower depths, what's astonishing is how well those images correlate with what we know about the tectonics, in this case, of Southeast Asia from surface observations. Chen and her colleagues call their new computer model the East Asia Radially Anisotropic Model 2014. It's based on a data set of 1.7 million seismic measurements from earthquakes. Min Chen described some of the computational challenges her team faced. Well, first of all, we have huge data sets, which are very complex and uh, large. <laughs> and it's hard to use traditional method to analyze it. So first of all, we need this um, very sophisticated uh, seismic imaging technique that is called uh, adjoint tomography that is based on some numerical method called SPECFEM, spectral element method. And that uses parallel computing to simulate the seismic waves in a very complex 3D Earth. And what the computational challenges is that there's like a big input and output from parallel computing using thousands of CPUs. And it's very challenging in the past to even finish this required number of simulations in a reasonable turnaround of time. But now with uh, big computing uh, power, like lots of uh, supercomputers come up that really helped a lot in terms of uh, shortening the simulation time and get an image of the Earth within a reasonable time frame. But still, you know, it's still very challenging. It took us uh, like two years to develop this current model. So hopefully in the future, it's going to be even faster. To process all this seismic big data, the researchers got time on supercomputers through Exceed, the extreme science and engineering discovery environment. Exceed provides a single virtual system that scientists use to interactively share computing resources, data, and expertise. The National Science Foundation funds Exceed. I'm using a couple of uh, supercomputers hosted by Exceed, Lone Star and the Stampede, and all the modules that are loaded for compiling the code packages that I'm using. All told, Chen and her colleagues used over 8 million CPU hours on the Stampede and Lone Star supercomputers at the Texas Advanced Computing Center. And Exceed provided more than just time on supercomputers. Their Campus Champions program allowed researchers to work directly with Exceed staffer Chi Yu Jiang and with Roger Moy at Rice to help Chen with different issues she had with high-performance computing. Once in a while, I need the help from the help desk to uh, solve some problems with uh, maybe file system and um, like code combining problems. And they're really fast uh, uh, and helpful in terms of solving all these issues. They also maintain a pretty healthy file system in general that really uh, make this work possible. 
without access to these kinds of computational resources, it's absolutely impossible to carry out this kind of work. You need access to reliable, stable uh, computers with very large core counts and lots of distributed memory. And not only that, these machines need to be operating properly without too much difficulty to make it practical to do these kinds of simulations. Because again, we're simulating hundreds of earthquakes and we're trying to calculate iteratively these model updates. So the workflows are very complex on these high-performance computing platforms. It's not easy to do this kind of uh, inversion. So it, these collaborations are really important. They cannot be done without the help and advice of the science and computational science experts at these uh, supercomputing centers. The science team for this study included Min Chen and the following new of Rice University, Qingya Liu of the University of Toronto, Yuan Trump of Princeton University, and Xiu Fen Zhen of the Institute of Geophysics, China Earthquake Administration, Beijing, China. The National Science Foundation of U.S. provided the study funding. You've been listening to Min Chen of Rice University and Yuroen Tromp of Princeton University. For the Texas Advanced Computing Center, I'm Jorge Salazar. <laughs>